Call me old-fashioned, but I actually take relationships seriously. Welcome to the Leadership Boost. Leadership Boost. Boosting your leadership into high performance. With your host, Sean Smith. Updating you with the points and principles to sharpen your skill so you can make a difference and have an impact in whatever leadership role you find yourself in right now. Forget the fluff and get the stuff with Sean. Uh, good morning and welcome to Saturday. Um, I, and this is the Leadership Boost Podcast. This is your host, Sean. And uh, really good to be with you again on this Saturday morning. And this is Relationship Saturday. We're talking about uh, relationships and specifically that significant relationship in your life um, and building that relationship, enhancing that relationship, developing that relationship. We focus on a day and here we go. I bought this um, this uh, stopwatch and <laughs> I can't figure out how to get the alarm to stop on it. <laughs> I lost the instructions, so that's interesting. Anyway, here we go. So Relationship Saturday, we build, we build, um, we take time to plan and develop and have a wonderful wedding day, but no time generally is spent developing, building, planning a successful marriage, a long-term relationship. So that's what Relationship Saturday is about. It's called Relationship Saturday because, number one, I talk about it on a Saturday generally. Number two is that um, uh, Saturday is kind of a a day that you um, take out to ponder, plan, think about things, you can do workshops on Saturday, attend seminars, etc. And that's kind of where I started was doing it on Saturday. So it turned out to be Relationship Saturday. So there's a process to the Relationship Saturday process that I help married couples with developing themselves in that area. So um, a quote that I um, have, I saw today, which and I think that just speaks true is call me old fashioned, but I actually take relationships seriously, call me old fashioned. And so um, we're talking about relationship Saturday and specifically we're talking about um, the definition of terms, defining love, defining love. Somebody, uh, well, a friend sent me a message um, or an article um, this past week um, that was very interesting. And basically what they're talking about is monogamy um, in, in relationship and how it's, it should be defined differently. Well, they don't say it in that way. They're just going like, it, it's not just about you with two people. It's about actually, um, um, it's about including whatever you want and that you can, you know, is that you can't restrict each other, whatever your imagination wants, whatever your desires want, whatever you feel is interesting, whatever you feel should happen um, outside of just your relationship is good. And that's 
the new concept, basically, of monogamy. It's not new. Uh, they've been doing talking about this for ages and ages. It's come down from way back, wherever. And um, the simple fact of the matter is, uh, here we, we, we like to have the idea that we're not restricted or restrained or limited to anything. However, when it comes to relationship, you see, I, somebody else was quoting that love um, it shouldn't be limited in that way. Uh, love is not limited. <laughs> you know, you, you can love everybody. Well, there's different forms of love and, um, and there's different applications of that love towards people and how we love those people. And uh, the thing about it is that we need to understand is that marriage, building a marriage, building that marriage relationship between two people is actually that sense, and we talk, we've spoken about this before, but it's, it's that idea of building in loyalty and commitment and dedication. You can't build something with longevity unless you are committed to it. Um, I was watching a program earlier this morning about Elon Musk and how he built his companies. And he says, when you start a company, it's like having a child. He said, you are committed to it. You're committed to see it live, not to starve. You don't let a child lay to starve. You, you commit to it living and growing and developing. And he said the same thing with a business, with your business organization. You are committed to it. You're, you have to dedicate yourself to it. You have to be loyal to it in that sense, in in seeing it through, seeing what you believe to its full capacity so that you can, in fact, um, see the success of it. It's it's bigger than you. And and I thought to myself, you know, how true that is. And, and the same goes for marriage. What we think is, is that love makes the relationship, but it's quite the opposite. It's actually the relationship creates the environment, the capacity for love to thrive. When we have the right components and we have the right elements and we have the right um, uh, the right principles of relationship, which is uncommitted, unfaithful, I am, and all those things are really components of love. But you understand what I'm saying is for for the concept of love, which is what everybody sort of the concept that everybody has of whatever love is in their mind. But for love to thrive successfully, it has to be in a in an environment nurtured in an environment of successful relationship building. Your partner, your spouse, will never love you fully. They will never love you with everything, fully transparently, fully, fully, full heartedness. They will never give them all of themselves to you if they don't trust you. And they won't trust you if they don't believe you're committed to them, faithful to them, loyal to them. You know, there'll be a certain period of time that they go, oh, it's okay. You know, we all, but somewhere on the line, and I've, I've looked at this over the years, I've seen 
how um, different <laughs> different um, variations of what marriage now is defined as marriage, you know, two part, three, three people being married and, you know, there's always going to be a breakdown of relationship in some way in that whole process. Somebody feels insecure. Somebody feels left out, undervalued. And um, because what we think is love is sex, love is, um, you know, love is our imagination, love is our, you know, whatever we desire, it's really lusts, but, you know, whatever we want is okay. And the fact of the matter is it's not okay. What it's going to do is break down that loyalty, that, that um, value of what a relationship really is. And, um, but what is happening is terms or def terms are being redefined to suit people. And the thing about when you redefine terms, when you redefine what is established as successful, um, it then begins, we don't know what, it has a different outcome that we haven't yet measured. We haven't seen the measure of it. We haven't yet seen the outcome. And um, if you violate principle, you, you don't break principle. Principle, you break yourself against principle. You know, it's like um, gravity is a universal law. It's a principle of the universe or of our earth. If you, you, you cannot violate, you cannot violate it. You can try and supersede it. Um, you know, so they've done that with, with the power of flight and lift, etc., and the law of lift. So they, other things have kicked in. But, you know, let's go to the basic principle of it. If you step off a building, it's it's going to work. It always works and it will kill you. You know, if a plane is flying and they uh, and the law of lift stops operating, the engine stops thrusting, the propeller stops turning, gravity will be there to make sure it comes to Earth and with consequences. And the same goes with relationships. They the terms have been defined that this is how relationship works. Now you can try, you know, leaders have tried to skirt around <clears throat> how relationships work and the consequences are never good. The outcomes are never good. But when you apply and you work with and you um, adhere to and you committed to the principles of relationship, it has a successful outcome. And that's what we've got to understand is people change the definition of terms. We, they are experimenting right now with what marriage could be in their minds. <clears throat> and, but they haven't, it hasn't um, been worked out in, to the point that the impact on society, on community, on the next generations is actually revealed. And we can just go back and see certain violations of principles that have taken place in previous generations and the impact it has on the next generation, the generation after them. So 
I really want to encourage you is to remember um, is that relationship is contained is the is the container in a sense the principles of relationship is where love is nurtured you if you redefine it you're having to redefine love and then you're having to redefine the outcomes that may not be what you want them to be in the long term uh, probably won't be and so let's get down to again valuing the the um, terms the definition of what it is now and um, is that we value relationship you know we value the capacity we value the the um, atmosphere that building relationship gives us to in fact enjoy um, real love you know real love um, where the the outcome is a devotion to one person an abundance abundant minded leader thinks like that they think devotion commitment and faithfulness to one relationship their primary significant relationship in their life and so i really want to encourage you to you know to bear that in mind as communities and societies and cultures you know promote a, a re, re, redefinition of terms and a redefining of of cultures um re, you know don't get caught up in the trap of following that it's going to become harder and harder because as you know as these terms get redefined um society kind of wants to go with that trend because it goes with the default of whatever is nice you know whatever is entertaining whatever the imagination wants and so whatever is being dictated by the the dynamics and the forces of mass media and and um, other uh, voices out there uh, is like society then begins to put pressure on the individual on the family on on your on your relationship to conform and that's where you're going to have to stand up and be a leader and that's the whole point of relationship saturday within the context of the leadership boost is that it takes leadership um, and good leaders know how to love how to build good relationships at home before they even build outside with their teams etc they know how to build good relationships with their wife and their children i mean even that is changing i remember this last story i remember a um a story going back years ago um, gosh this must be in the early 2000s so maybe 20 years ago 20 years ago an article came out from a, a, in a magazine and it was a, a, a psychologist a child psychologist that, or a group of them that had done some research and they had said that now they the child psychologists had said previously like 20 years before that even that um, children who wrestled with their dads um, were being fostered or, you know, who were being created to uh, a violent kind of lifestyle and they would join gangs, etc. And uh, so, you know, parents, dads weren't allowed to wrestle with their children. And so, uh, you know, they promoted that, pushed that, child psychologists, um, you know, children's um, doctors etc you know all pushed that narrative for years and years and years and years and and this research i read the article 
And this research came out and it's, it, it was actually the opposite effect, that those children were in fact um, uh, now being left to themselves were in fact now going to um, being more violent because they never learned self-control with their, with their dad at home. And, uh, and so the whole thing was taking dad's hand off kind of um, uh, presence in the, in, the, in the relationship. So dads weren't allowed to be involved with their children in that sense. You know, you have to be all nice and cushy. And I, I, I mean, all the years I said, this is wrong, you know, because where do my children learn the best um, is with me. Where do they learn self-control with me? Where do they learn measures with me? How do they learn to control their anger with me? You know, is like um, at some point the things that I've given them will will develop in their life, and they'll be able to exercise that. Those values that I put into them will they will learn that as they go down the line, and um, and so it was interesting is that they, they were going you know saying. Well, what they said 20 years ago is now having the, uh, the reverse effect, the wrong effect, the opposite effect of what they predicted. And they're going, dads, you need to have more physical interaction with your children. And I said, isn't that laughable? You know, 20 years ago, if you'd said something, they would have like cancelled you. They would have said, you know, you are you are going against, you're a conspiracist, you're going against, you know, the societal trend and research, etc. And yet, you know, deep down as a parent, you know, this is wrong, but you're listening to all the societal, cultural uh, voices of the world, and you're doing it wrong, you know, and in the end, your children, the outcome, you see, that's the thing is they couldn't, just from their research, they couldn't predict the outcome. Um, and the, the outcome, they redefined how it works. Uh, the term of parenting, they redefined that term in, you know, in that area, and it had an, an opposite effect. They, could, they were experimenting. That's really what it is. And let's go back to, um, you know, biblical terms. Let's go back to what it was instituted as, marriage and love and, and, um, and the outcome of that, you know, relationship building. Listen, you know, there, there is a way to have success, build successful relationships and build successful marriages and have a predictable outcome and have a predictable outcome. So, uh, you know, when they brought out the new research 20 years later, they go, no, no, you need to have more interaction. Oh, so suddenly now we've got to go back to, but what happened to that whole generation? You know, what happened to that whole generation of parenting they got it wrong. Oh, no, no, that's past now. And aren't, aren't they doing that to marriage as well? They're trying to redefine the terms of marriage, redefine the terms of love, redefine the terms of relationship to suit, you know, somebody's ideas. Let's get back to basics and realize is that the principles of relationship never change. The principles of marriage never change. You want, you want a spouse to wholly love you with all their heart. You cannot be trying to redefine what it is and be doing it different ways and, you know, allowing, you know, it's like whatever we want to explore, we can, and it doesn't work like that. Give them 
I'm t- love thrives in security. Love thrives in, in faithfulness and loyalty and commitment. That's where love thrives. You don't get faithfulness and loyalty and all of that because of, um, of love, <laughs> surprisingly. Uh, love, it, it, it is love. Because I love the person, I'm, I'm being faithful, loyal. But I'm talking about the kind of love that people want to experience. It's like you want intense intimacy in your marriage and building that great marriage with intimacy, then you've got to create an environment that is secure and stable and committed. There's something that happens in that that ignites intimacy and true intimacy, lasting, authentic intimacy that will last and outlast anything temporary. So that's what I wanted to share with you today. I hope you got something out of this. I hope I made sense um, with um, with as I'm sharing this. Um, but yeah, just a thought that I wanted to share with you today. Thanks for hopping on with me. I appreciate it. This is Sean saying over and out. <music>